Let's begin, Baruch Hashem. We are blessed to be alive. We're blessed to be in this world. We are very, very blessed to have the ability to grow and to change and to make ourselves better. That is the purpose of us being in this world. The purpose of us being in this world is to better ourselves and to change and to work on ourselves and to make our... Thank you so much. Wow. Excited. Thank you so much. Right. Our avoda, uh, just like we upgrade in coffees and we upgrade in, in the physical... So we have to upgrade in the in in what's more important. I want to give you a hug, mother. Give you a chance. So we so our avoda, our. Avoda, our purpose in this world is the difference between us. I was talking to my, my son on Shabbos, and we, we, he mentioned this and made a very good distinction. He said, oh, Rabbi Grunberg, you'd have nachas. Avram said this to me. said that, uh, what's the shot? 2021. It's just, this is, what, this is the line he said. Everyone's making a big deal. 2021, it's a new year. He says, what do you mean it's a new year? It's just, it's just another day. So it's another day. They just made it 2021. What, what, right? It's a good, it's good hara. Good point. So I told him, I told him that uh, that he's thinking, that he's thinking well. I said it's a good point. Why? Because that's the difference between us and 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 the rest of the world. Paro. Why? Because Enochanami. For a regular, for anybody else, why, why is 2021 different? Why is today different than yesterday? Enochanami. It's not different. By a Jew, what's Rosh Hashanah? What's Hamachadish Mecholyoim Tom in Vasabrashas? Is that every day it's a new creation. There's, new, there's newness to change, to grow. So, so it is different. Meaning, a regular person, okay, big deal. Why is 2021 different than 2020? Why is anything different? Why would today be different than yesterday? The answer is it's not different than yesterday unless a person taps in to the koach of chiddush. When a person taps into the koach, to the strength of change, of growth, of renewal, of, of constant renewal and change, and I want to look at today as a new day, and I want to look at myself differently, and I want to look at my, the people around me differently, I want to, I want to, I want to feel different. i got to tap into that. That's when a person begins to change his life. When a person just, I think, paro... Right, they say paro, which is actually these weeks, these parshias now coming up, is all about paro. It's all about tichvat avoda, which means, as the Mesil Sharm says, the biggest yetsahara is, is the biggest yetsahara is that I'm too busy and it's just another day. Paro is the same numerical value as hashana, which is which is three sixty five. It just goes around Groundhog Day, uh, another day. The wheel is turning, the hamster's dead. It doesn't matter. I'm not, I'm not renewing myself. I don't feel fresh. I'm not excited to get out of bed. I'm not excited to, to face a new day. Right? That's, all, that's all from the, from the klipa, from the shell of the Yetzirah, from Paro. 
which is also Ha'oref. Ha'oref is your neck. The letters of Paro are Ha'oref. Why is it your neck? Because when you have a disconnect between your head and your heart, when your emotions and your intellect are disconnected, then you're not able to live the life that you want to live. Because your head is in one place and your body's in another place. The avoda is for a person to connect his head and his heart, which is to get rid of the oref, to get rid of the paro, to get rid of the, the constant, ah, oh, here we go again, another Sunday, another morning, another this, another this. No, I'm fresh, I'm different, how could I change myself? And what's very, very important for a person to do as much as he can is for a person to always, as much as he can, to learn to think differently, for a person to learn how to, how to have different thoughts. Because our thoughts that we've had are the same thoughts you've probably had since you're five years old or seven years old, believe it or not. The psychologists, if you look it up in psychology, I'm not sure how early they say your thought, you're already like defined by, by, by the time you're five years old, seven years old, some say like three years old, for sure by 10 years old, for sure by the time you're the last five years, you for sure just replay the same thoughts about your father, your mother, your sister, your brother, life, life. Ask anybody, tell me about life. Well, I'll tell you about life. And they give you a whole, a whole thing about what life is. This is what life is. How do you know that that's true? How do you know that that's true? Maybe it's not true. Maybe I could re- Think what life is because life like we say many times life is your thoughts what's the difference between everybody's life just like everyone's face is different so too your thoughts about things are different so when a person is stuck in his thoughts and he's stuck and this is what it is this is who my father is this is what my mother is this is my past my thoughts about my past. My past was like this. My this was like this. My this was that. When you learn to change your thoughts and you learn to change your story and you learn to look at things and you start saying, wow, maybe all these things, maybe that Rebbe who blah, 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 maybe that, that was actually the best thing for me. Maybe my father being like this for me was actually the best thing for me. Maybe the fact that I grew up like this, this and that, maybe that was the best Thing for me. Maybe all of this is great. So what happens? You begin to change your thoughts. You begin to change. And the more a person learns how to be more positive in his thoughts. And loving in his thoughts. And good to his own thoughts. That's how he can change everything. It's very difficult. Because we get so stuck. That's why we start with purity of speech. That's why it's important every day to remind yourself. Because every day the Sahara comes. And the Sahara is there to help me to say this properly. The Yitzhahara comes and the Yitzhahara wants to, wants to kill us. That's a fact. Yitzhahara wants to kill us. We have to be smart. We have to be, we have to be uh, ready. We have to be creative. We have to be uh, very, uh, he's, he's very, he's brilliant, the Yitzhahara. He's a genius. He's a genius, the Yitzhahara. And his whole geniosity, if I just made up that word, but you know what I mean, right, is his whole, his whole thing is all, is all about us. He works 24-7 on you. He has, studies you. He studies your habits. He studies what makes you tick. 
He studies your triggers. He studies everything 24-7. So what we have to do is we have to study ourselves 24-7 on the positive way. Say, okay, so how can I, that was good. I did a good job. Right? So, so, that, so that's the shot. That's the shot that we learn purity of speech. Why? Because what does purity of speech do? Our biggest thing, as we're going to see in this week's parasha, why did Moshe Rabbeinu say the Jewish people are in Gullus? Why did he say, right? Now I know why we're in Gullus. Why? Because there are people who speak Lashon Hara. And there are people who, who, are, who are disconnected from each other. So the goal is to learn how to speak beautifully. To learn, the, the goal is to learn how to talk ne- beautifully, to think positively. And it all begins with ourselves. It all begins with each and every person. It doesn't begin with the guy next to you. It begins with you. That's where it all begins. Okay, so let's begin. Question, comments, please. I love question, comments. Shimon, Sadiq. You know, the, I think the Kuzari and others, I think there's a Rishonim, one of the Rishonim also says that the reason we have Chachos bin Chamar every day is like breakfast, lunch, and supper. So a person needs breakfast, lunch, and supper. He needs, he never says, oh gosh, I'm not enjoying my breakfast, right, because uh, I ate it yesterday, I got to eat it tomorrow. Right? We enjoy it physically because we're more physical. Spiritually, we forget how much we need to sustain ourselves. And like you're saying, Shimon, when a person looks at the world in a spiritual sense, he's more in touch with reality, because that's more reality, is the fact that we're more spiritual than we are physical. Physically, a person dies, shivim shanam, im gvurais, shmoinim shana, right? Hopefully you get to 70. If, if you're lucky, you get to 80. If you're really lucky, you get to 90. But that's life. And what happens? And then and that's it. You're done. You're done. But your, your neshama, your neshama, that's the reason we're on this world. The reason we're on this world is to change and to grow and to tap in more to our soul. Otherwise, what is Hashem? Hashem has billions of people. How many people are in the world? Six billion people, right? How many Jews are doing what we're doing? How many people are actually working on themselves? How many people in, in the big picture, if someone does a percentage of billions of people in the world, and you have this select group of people who sit there, and what do they do? Right here, Menachem sent me this incredible, what? Mikam Chayisrael, listen to this. You want to see the Jewish people? This is the Jewish people. 
Here are the Jewish people. Menachem Dubin sent this to me. Menachem Atzadik. Right? I backed into... This is from someone who put this... What is this called? What's that thing called? Uh, I think that's Facebook. Facebook? Okay, someone put on social media. He wrote, I backed into a new infinity in a shul parking lot the other day. Right? I backed into a new infinity... I didn't know infinities are still chashev. In a shul parking lot the other day, it made a small dent. I left a note on the windshield with my number. He calls me a day later and tells me to work on Shmiras Halashin, watching your speech, and we'll call it even. Exactly. Welcome to the Jewish. Welcome to the Jewish people. Welcome to the Jewish people. That's how we Jews, that's how we Jews. Yeah, Rav. Uh, sorry. Uh, just the regime was saying something Right back at you, right? You, you, when you learn, when you realize that that no matter what age you are, the Yitzhahara is going to the Yitzhahara is going to attack you and attack you and study you and be in your head. And when you learn from from Harav uh, Tawil, when you learn from him to say that, what did he do? He said he came over to me with, to speak out chaverim, out friends, to friends to say. To say, what, what could you give, how could you, instead of protecting, as we talk about all the time, right? We protect, I, I can't open it up because, right? When, you, when you're battling, right? Shimon, you, you were in the army. Who else here was in the army? Rabrafi was in the army, right? When you're going to battle, oh, Mutt, sorry. Mutti and uh, Gabi also, right? So when you're going to battle, when you're going to battle, what do you do when you go to battle? The first thing you've got to do is you got to make sure you have backup. You got to make sure you have someone with you. You don't go alone. If you go alone, I would assume is very, very dangerous thing to go. You always want to be with someone. So I'm saying, like Alav Tawil is saying, so good. The Yitzhar might be studying me. Yitzhar might be on me. But if ah Yisha, right? Yitzhar might be right. Might be on me. Might be studying me. 
But when you bring someone in, when you bring someone in, when you bring a friend, when you bring a Rebbe, when you bring someone else who's objective and you say, you got my back, could you be with me? Could you show me? And then that really is a, is a tremendous insight, a tremendous insight that, uh, that we could do. And I, and I want to say, I want to just say this because it's so important because I started this, Baruch Hashem, I got Spotify and I just started this thing and I know I've mentioned this many times. I'm telling you, it's changed my life because I've done affirmations myself. I've done affirmations for many years by myself. You know, I've done that written, anything I've told you all to do, I've done for many, many years. But I never had Spotify where in the morning, I mamash will listen to someone else tell me, you know, wonderful things about myself. And I see that that's so just for me. I don't know what works for everybody else, but I'm like, I love it. I'm sitting there, right? Maybe I'll have someone film me in the morning. My kid, my little kid came over this morning as he's going to school. I promise this happened. I didn't know what to tell him. I, I, maybe you guys could give me an etza. My little guy walked in. Usually he goes to school a little bit later than, 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 than when I leave. And, and he walked in and he goes, this is what he said to me. I'm sitting there listening to, you know, you are wonderful and you are this, all these affirmations. And my son comes in, he's like, Tati, what are you listening to? Uh, affirmation, son. I'm telling. I'm, I was like embarrassed a little bit. What am I doing? So I changed the subject. That's you know, that, little kids are good like that. What were you embarrassed? Good, good, good question. I, yeah, I, yes, great question. I will, I will uh, have to understand myself. Why was I? I was. I don't know if I was embarrassed. I was caught off guard by the question. What am I listening to? What am I going to tell him? Affirmations. I'm saying he's eight years old. I'm saying, good, good, good. I'm a cobble. I'm a cobble. I got it. I got to figure it out. But anyway, the point is, the point is, and 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 as we were saying, as we were saying, the mikam chayisrael. When you learn, when you learn that someone dents his new infinity, and someone does something to you, and you stop for a second, and you're in, and it's always like this. We all know this. It's never your reaction in the moment. If someone does something to you, and right, if you see someone driving, we'll go into the car, it's very easy. When you see someone driving and they're honking you and they pass you by and they're and they're this and they're, you know, road rage, it's not road rage, it's called rage. That guy's angry, right? That guy's angry with his coffee. That guy's angry inside. And then wherever he is, it's going to manifest itself. Not that it just happens to be road rage. Oh, whenever I'm on the road, I have rage. No, you're angry about something. You never, whenever you blow up at somebody, if someone takes someone in the dining room, you're looking at someone in the dining room, oh, that guy, he's so selfish. You're, you're upset before that. You have stuff before that that bothers you. Whenever you speak Lash and Hara, it's not the person who you're speaking about that's the problem. You have other things inside of you that are, that, are, that are crooked and are not straight. And I want to tell you something. That's why I love when, when Rabbi Tawil said what he said. Don't think that it ends. Don't think when you're 18, 19. It's very hard when you're younger because you're like new at this. It's like, what's going on over here? I have all these issues. I have all these insecurities. I have all these problems. I have all those things like, you know what? Welcome to life. It's okay. When you learn to think more positively and you learn to love yourself more and you learn to realize that you're going to have problems your whole life 
they're going to be things that are going to bother you. And the more and more and more you open yourself up to other people, the more you learn to do affirmations, the more you learn to go ahead and tell your things yourself, wonderful things. It's actually interesting, Rabrafi, I was just uh, uh, ADDing a little bit in my head for a second as you were saying this. Well, we, I drove with, my, with, that, with that son, maybe I'll... I'll uh, uh, with my wife to Yeshiva, and in the car, I was saying five, I, his name's Shlomari, I said, Shlomari, I want to tell you five things that I love about you. And I told him five things that I love about him. And then, and then my wife also did, so I was saying, I was doing affirmations to him. I was doing those affirmations to him. So it's interesting, it's interesting, yeah. Uh, last night I was uh, talking with somebody, and um, I asked him, what water I'm good. I said, you're good. What does that mean you're good? Tell me three good things about yourself. And, uh, and thought about it. And I went to the room. Beautiful. 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 Yeah. Right? It's beautiful. The more a person learns to do that, the more, the, the more you, you train yourself, like this, like this person, obviously, is... is more tuned in to say, okay, I want to learn to stop speaking about other people. I want to figure out how I could see the beauty in other people. And it takes time. It takes time. It takes work. It takes consistency. It takes persistency. Day in, day out. So we begin. We begin with um, day 80, page 202 in Purity of Speech. Is it Rechilas? If we implement the advice of the Ramban, one second, where is that? Where does the Ramban say? Where is he going on? Not sure where he's going on. To think before we speak, we will be saved from the grave of Eir of Rechilas. What are we supposed to think? We're supposed to think, how can we judge if a statement is Rechilas? We must ask ourselves before speaking, will my words cause ill feelings to be aroused against another Jew or a group of Jews. So the question you want to ask yourself before you make your statement is, is what I'm going to say going to arouse negative feelings against another Jew or a group of Jews? And that's also something that that a person has to be very, very careful with. When it comes to speaking about a group of Jewish people, you're going to say, oh, those so-and-sos are like this, those people are like that, or I went to this shul, and oh, whenever I daven in this minion with those type of, whether it's chasidim or, or chilonim, all those terms, all those terms are very, very dangerous to group people like that, because that means that you are, you are automatically branding and judging people, which is a normal thing that we do. It's a very normal thing to do, but a person wants to be very, very careful with that. Yes, Eitan. Um, are you allowed to speak uh, about a non-Jew? Great question. Great question. The answer is yes, you are. Yes, you are, but we've spoken about the fact that it's not recommended it's not recommended because you don't want to be a person who speaks bad about anybody. And you want to be a person who loves all of Hashem's, 
creations and you want to see the good in everybody. But as far as the Isser of Lashon Hara, that's it's not an Isser of Lashon Hara. Great question. But we do recommend us finding the beauty and the positivity and finding the good in everyone. Great question. Shkoch Eitan. So what's your question? It's a Lashon Hara. So if you know you're going to a place... And if you don't know, and you go to that place... So, uh, so what's your question? Your question is, is do, what do I do if I'm already there? Yeah. You're asking before you got there. No, while I'm there. While you're there? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you could try and be honest with them. Say, listen, I, I'm trying... I, it depends how close you are with them. I mean, there are a million variables. Every other sentence could be... Uh, very Depends how close you are with them. You said if they're your close friends, so you could be. Uh, they're really your close friends. You can say, guys, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about other people. I'm working on. <coughs> other they look at me like, oh, this Okay. I don't know. It's a, you're right. It's a. It's a. It's a tough situation. I agree. When you get to it, what? I think it's hard uh, to be honest with you, Shimon. I think it's difficult. I think, I think it's difficult because, because when you're ha- when a person, not just you, when a person's hanging around with, with people, if you're not talking derator, you're not singing zmiros. It's it's, it's da- if you're not, you know, it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. Masil Sharm himself says, when a person goes on vacation, it's a beautiful thing to go on vacation, but you have to be very careful because you hang out with people and you end up just talking. Things and people will get into that. It's it's not. Don't assume. Don't assume if you're going out with your friends that and you're going to a, a, a random place. Do not assume that 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 you're not. It's not going to be problematic. And that's not because you're being negative. That's just the way people are. When people sit around a, a table, a Shabbos table, they get together. It's very very dangerous. Very, very dangerous to sit around with people in a room where everybody is just sitting around for a couple of hours with anything to say. Very, very dangerous um, setting. <coughs> Going back to America soon, so uh, can't be avoiding every situation. I'm going to be stuck in what? Like, I hide away in the base bench for 24 hours? 
Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They don't go to meals of uh, family members and friends? I don't know. I don't know. It's a great question. I don't know. It's a very, very good question. I put earplugs in my ears during the meals? I don't know. It's a good question. If there's real Lashon Hara and it's really terrible... I there's Lashon Hara almost everywhere. Okay, I don't know. So on a personal level, we would have to talk about it. It's very... If a person really, really, really works on himself, and it's very painful for him, he might have to take, he might have to do different things. I'm not sure. But I'm saying, but it's a serious thing. Obviously, you cannot be makabel the Lashon Hara. If you're asking else that, there are many things to do. I'm not makabel. I won't accept what they're saying. People, just remember, people who speak Lashon Hara, you can't believe them because they're speaking Lashon Hara all the time. Somebody who's speaking Lashon if you know this chevra of guys that whenever I walk into their room, whenever I'm hanging out, they're talking Lashon Hara. They're talking negative about everybody, so, you, so it's very easy not to believe them because it's all just negative talk about everybody. You know what I'm saying? People who speak Lashon Hara, right, that's the old story. If someone's talking to you, Lashon Hara, about somebody else, that means that that person, the same, in the same breath, will talk about you. Don't ever forget that. When, you're, when someone is sitting there talking to you and you're his closest friend, and he's saying, oh, you know about Yankel, you know about this guy, and he's talking Lashon Hara, you know for a fact that that guy will also talk Lashon Hara about you. He will say negative things about you as well. Because someone who talks Lashon Hara, talks Lashon Hara. Okay, Hashem will help each and every one of us. Thank you, Shimon. Hashem will protect us. You'll learn every day. You'll daven. We'll all daven, and Hashem will help us, especially in this time of Shovavim. These are the parshias that are of Gullus, that we're trying to get out of Gullus, the reason we are in exile. The reason Mashiach has not come yet is not because we need to learn more Torah. We do need to learn more Torah also. But the main reason that, that we are still in Gullus is because, Baruch Shem, there's a lot of Torah being learned, is, is more because of Ben Adam L'Chavero. It's because of our judging of other people, our judging ourselves, and our negativity that we have to other people. That is the reason why the Jewish people are suffering, and that is why the Jewish people are in Gullus. That's a fact. I did not make that up. That's something that Chazal has said for many, many, many years, and they continue to say it. And the Chavetz Chaim says that Lashon Hara is the, is Sinas Chinam. That's what it is. The reason we, we people want to talk about how to bring Mashiach, how to get out of all the problems that we have, right? People are wearing masks, right? That's the first thing they say. You know, the Mitzorah, it's brought down that the Mitzorah, this is somebody who speaks Lashon Hara, has to cover, the measure says, has to cover his mouth with a scarf. He used to cover his mouth because the Mitzorah is someone who spoke Lashon Hara. So Hashem will help us, all the Jewish people, to continue not speaking Lashon Hara, to continue, Baruch Hashem, loving each other more and more and more and more, and seeing the good in ourselves, seeing the good in others, us and all the Jewish people. Amen. Amen. Okay, we are going to enter a, a uh, interesting part in the Mesil Zisharm where he says a very, very powerful <coughs> point of why it is that people procrastinate, why is it that people are lazy, being lazy is a, a natural, normal thing. So if you are lazy, you are human. If you are lazy, 
It means you are a regular person who's lazy. That's why the Mesil Susharim talks about it. That's why all the Bali Musar talk about it. That's why there are so many books written about how to change and how to become less lazy. And especially in our generation, where we're a generation where we don't have to go places so much, especially nowadays even with Zoom and all the things that Corona has done, that a person could go ahead. Could you imagine this next generation, what's happening? I know with my own children in school, they're on, they've been on Zoom. You know what that means? They've been in school. Could you guys imagine this? They've been in school in bed for months. That means you could be in bed, right? It's like, whoa, it's awesome. I could be in yeshiva. I could be listening to shiurim. I could be doing something, sitting and laying in bed and doing nothing. I could listen to things and go to school day in, day out while sitting around and not going anywhere. So all that's doing to our generation, all that's doing is creating more and more and more laziness. And that's fine. That's what Hashem wants. That's what Hashem wants. Back in the day, not that I was so back in the day, but back in the day when you, when you had to go do something, you had to get up and do something. Right nowadays with computers and with, with, with our entertainment systems and everything that we have, you don't have to go anywhere. There are a lot of benefits to that also. A lot of people are able to work in Eretz Yisrael. They're able to work in companies in America. And a lot of people are able to do a lot of things. Right? A lot of people can make money and do things while just sitting on your couch. That's beautiful. But one of the challenges of that is it makes us, all it does is it promotes laziness. Like I said, it used to be, you guys will not believe this, but it used to be if I wanted to change the channel. I don't know if you guys know what that means to change a channel. We used to have to change a channel. There were channels. There was a knob. There were about four channels. Right? Right. Before cable. You guys don't know what cable is. But before a cable, right, before a cable television, a chutzpah, I had to get off my couch to change the knob, to change the channel. A chutzpah, right? Just the antenna, right. But what's the point? The point is, what that did for us, what that did to a person, is it forced a person, it forced a person, right, if you wanted to watch a movie, you would have to actually go to Blockbusters. You would have to go to a store to rent a movie. You'd have to return it two days later, a chutzpah, right? Until they came out with the, uh, with the DVDs, right, that you, could, that you do by mail, at least by mail. That would take like three, four days, right? But what's the child? Why am I saying that? I'm not saying that Stam to be cute. I'm saying it because our generation is more and more, and what, right, someone told me about this, uh, the, the uh, Uber food, what is that called? <laughs> Sorry, what? what's it called? Uber Eats. <laughs> Uber Eats, right? Hashem knew not to create me in this generation that because I would do nothing all day. I would sit in my, in my uh, uh, man cave and just, you know, and you probably just have your credit card in, you just press your buttons. Imagine if, imagine if you could, you don't even have to go to kosher restaurants. Could you imagine being someone who doesn't keep kosher or be, to be a, a guy or someone who doesn't this? Right? You can eat anywhere, anything, all the time. Just sit and sit and do, what is that? All that does is one thing. What? They have it here already? In Israel? Really? See, I'm already getting excited. Right, but what's the shot? What's the shot? All this is is beautiful comfort. What this does is, all this does is called Magdile. The Masil Sharm says 
What this does is it promotes it promotes atzla. Heim heim ha This promotes me to be more lazy. It promotes it. It adds to it. And what that does for us, what it does for us is he says, Hagadol Shabakulam, we spoke about this last week. The biggest and the biggest and the biggest is this Bakasha Hamanucha Hagufnis, Visinas Hatorach Baavas Haidunim Bitashlum Kol Tanaim. This is what it is. When my air conditioning is not exactly what it's supposed to be at, I get frustrated. Imagine, and when you don't have the clicker, when you don't have the remote control, and your your roommate has it, or it's on his bed. Oh my gosh, I gotta get out of bed to change it. But think about what you're changing, because I need the temperature to be exactly like that. When it's too hot, when it's too hot, I gotta get cooler. When I'm too cold, I gotta now again. There's nothing wrong with this. This is the world we live in. Just what is it? You have to understand. As we were talking before, you got to know your Yitzhahara. You got to know the Yitzhahara. He has a blast by going ahead and having you think about one thing. When am I going to relax more? When am I going to escape more? Escape, relax. Don't deal with your pain. Don't deal with your fears. Don't deal with your anxiety. Don't deal with anything. Just press buttons to give you a sense of, of, you know, whatever it might be. Whatever it might be. Your blankets, your, your, our mattresses, our shower, a chutzpah stroll that you got to put. And I know the feeling. I got to put on the dud before I take a shower. I got to wait, right? When, when are they going to get their act together to figure out that I want to shower whenever I want to shower? I want a hot shower. All those things, what all those things do is they create, they create laziness. And what happens is, is that's when people get angry. People have anger. That's when people get frustrated. They get frustrated because when things don't go their way, when they don't have exactly what they want, so then they, that's why people have trouble in Shalom bias. That's why people get married, they have trouble with their wives. Because they need everything to be just like this, and if it's not exactly the way they want it to be, if it's not exactly the way they're used to it being, they will throw a fit. And I guarantee you, you can make shidduchs based on the way people like the temperature. Because I guarantee you, if you like it cold, your wife's going to like it hot. If you like it hot, I guarantee your wife's going to like it cold. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. That's the way it works. If you like this, even though when you fall in love, it's like, ah, we both love... I love that when people, I love hearing that because I'm like, I love it. But when people fall in love, oh, we love everything the same and we're everything the same. Yeah. And we both, right, why, why are the married guys laughing, right? We love, right, we love everything the same. And we, and Amir Tashem, everyone here, as a Tashem, everybody's going to fall in love the same way. And you're going to fall in love and it's beautiful. Hashem made the world like that. Oh, we have a newlywed Mati here. What's the point? The point is, the point is that that's not, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. We have to train ourselves. That's why we have the Basil Sashar. That's why we have this discussion. That's why we talk about these things. Because no matter how long you're married, no matter how many, how old you are, no matter how old, it just keeps on coming and coming because that's what Hashem wants. Otherwise, you're dead. 
Otherwise, you're dead. And I mean that in two senses of the word. Either you're really dead, you're 10 feet under, 9 feet under, however many feet under, because then you won't have any problems. You'll have other problems. But you're not going to have the problems that you have that you're now because you're dead. Or, this might hurt a little bit that I'm going to say this, or you're dead in this world. What does that mean, I'm dead in this world? I'm not growing, I'm not changing. I'm just blah, I'm just being status quo. I'm just filling myself up. Whatever it is. Question, comments, please. Yes. Chacham Tawil, two for two and one day. I like this. Yeah, go ahead. I was, somewhere... Same thing. And he goes outside and he's in his backyard, he's sitting up like he's trying to swing. And I'm like, Yakov, I cannot hear what you're saying. Like you have to get closer to the source of it, you gotta get close to the Wi-Fi or whatever it is. So Yakov said an amazing line. Yakov, what was the line? Beautiful, beautiful. And and what what's what's hard about that is because sometimes <laughs> that position is uncomfortable. Sometimes that position is more uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable, it is harder to get out of bed than it is to stay in bed. It's very gishmak to stay in bed. It is. It's very good to just especially when it gets a little colder, especially if the dude is not on yet in the shower, whatever it might be, it, it is so to be in a position that's uncomfortable, to be uncomfortable is something that will, if you're always looking for comfort, then that will promote, that will promote laziness. That will promote laziness. That's what the Ramchal says. Anybody else? Beautiful. Beautiful. And listen to what he says, and we'll end off with this line. It says the Mesil Sisharim, Mishamargal Atzmaylam in Hagosa that's something very interesting. Somebody who does this, who does what? Somebody who's searching for comfortable positions. You're always trying to be comfortable. Again, you're searching for it. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with being comfortable. But if that's your, your whole focus in life, is I got to be comfortable. Listen to what he says. He does not control himself. He is not a master over himself. He is a slave to so many things. Listen to this. His ratzon, his yearnings, his wants are locked up. You hear this? What an incredible language of the Masil Sharm. Your real, true desires are locked up. They're in jail. What you truly want in life is locked away. Mm-hmm. Meaning because 
you are not able to move the position. Because I'm not able to be uncomfortable, since I'm unable to be uncomfortable, then what I truly want is in jail. It can't get out because I'm sacrificing my connection. I'm sacrificing my connection to myself. How many people can't stop drinking? How many people can't stop smoking? How many people can't stop watching things that they don't want to watch? How many people can't do that for one reason? Ready for this? One reason, one reason only. And I mean this. I'm not taking away from it. Because if they do it, they're uncomfortable. They're uncomfortable with what feelings it brings up. They're uncomfortable with the friends that now they got to have different friends. They're uncomfortable with, right, like we said last, like we said on, on Thursday, like we said, it, it's, it's don't, don't think, don't think that if you can't stop drinking, if you can't stop smoking, if you can't stop watching things, if you can't stop whatever it is, escaping, it's simple shot escaping. Don't think that that is... Um, that that is just not a big deal. Oh, occasional. There's no reason why a person, there's no reason why a person, well, the reason is because we want to be comfortable and we don't want to be uncomfortable. There's no reason why a person can't say, I want to live my life the way I am. I want to, I want to be honest with myself. I want to be able to let go of things. And you don't have to say, oh, when I get to be 20, 21. If you could do it when you're 18, 19, 20, if you could do it now, if you could, if you could face yourself now. Yeah, Aaron, what do you want to say, Aaron? I know you got to say something, Aaron. Come on, Aaron. No? Nothing? Okay. I would love for you to say something. Yeah, Yehuda. great question right that's a great question Yehuda and um, the, the, the answer to that is is that it's great that a person takes a Tylenol whenever he gets a headache but if my headaches are constant and my headaches are because of stress and my headaches and I'm not dealing with something so then the Tylenol and the thing I'm not telling anyone not to take a Tylenol I'm not telling anyone not to of course there are times where a person has to, has to do that. And that's why those things are made. They're made for that. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about somebody who's not dealing with, with the things that he has to deal with. That's a far out example. Obviously. Right. I'm saying something like, um, I don't know, like, great, I think it's a good example. Like, um, going to the gym, like, you know, going, going what? Going back, let's say, back to America or whatever, to your family. Right? And some people are facing very uncomfortable. And sometimes the advice for the person is, don't go home. And sometimes the advice for the person is, Great. Great. Amazing. So first of all, you to thank you. 
So the so first of all, no, there there's there's there is no black and white answer. Say you need your friends, you need your people, you need your mentors, you need your rebbeim. You need to talk things out. You need to know yourself. Those are things that a person has to know where 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 the most healthy, what stage in life, what stage in life you're at, how toxic those things are for you. Great question, Yudah. Great, great question. The fact that you're asking that question means that you're aware that there are times that you have to push yourself and there are times that you have to, you know, stay away. But at the end of the day, Yehuda, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, at everyone here that we're talking about over here, any time you're going to do something that is going to push you away from dealing with something, with dealing, is ultimately going to be, uh, is going to come back to haunt you. As yes. hard as it is, as hard as it is, when you push it off, you're not going to, ha- you're going to, it's going to come to haunt you. And not only will it come to haunt you, it gets harder and harder the more you push it off. And when you push it off over and over and over, and you get older and you push it off and you get older and you push it off and then you bring another person into your life and then you bring other people into your life it just makes it much more complicated we are very blessed to be in a yeshiva we're very blessed to be in an environment where it's popular and it's it's cool so to speak and it's good to talk about your problems i mean we have groups right I mean, you look at, right, Mayor, tell us the groups that there are. You have Attitude of Gratitude. You have Let's Talk Drugs. You have Anxiety, right? Let's Talk Anxiety. What's the fourth one? And then another Let's Talk Drugs. And then another Let's Talk Drugs. So you, what, what's beautiful is that, and we're proud of that. And it's not like, oh, well, well, that's for those guys. You know, that's for those, that's for the first year guys. No, that's for, that's I'm for. I'm married with a kid, I'm just saying. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm also married with a few kids, with a few grandkids. And I could say that I'm proud to say that I that that I need to talk. I need to talk about things also. I need to talk about about my drugs. When I say drugs, I'm saying my escapes. I have things that I escape to that I need. Oh, I didn't tell everybody. I have one more. I want, and I'm saying this because I'm proud because I need a little chizik. I have one more app, news app. I got rid of my Hamodia news app a few days ago. I have one more. I, so that's one thing. My escaping, my escaping, I'm being serious. My escaping was I had four from, Baruch Hashem, they were all Jewish good. I had four news apps. I got rid of three of them. I have one more left, and I already told Rabbi Zimmerman. I said, Rabbi Zimmerman, do me a favor because I'm about soon to get rid of my my last news app. Just make sure that if something happens that's exciting in the news and that, please let me know. Because mm-hmm. I, I still have that little, you know, fix. But I find myself, whether it's 10 minutes a day, whether it's 15 minutes a day, whether it's monthly shows, that's what happened. For some reason, I get excited. I know this is, I'm just being open. Once we're being open, I get excited now that Shabbos is early, so that Monday Shabbos I'm up pretty late in general, so I could stay up when they already changed the news, so I get to see new news, new news, 
at 1.30 in the morning, and I get excited to see new news. Okay, I gotta work on myself, I'll get there. I'll get there that that doesn't excite me for those five, 10 minutes. That, for example, right? right? Is that is that like are you supposed to jump in? And I didn't jump in. I didn't jump in. I didn't jump in. Right. So, so you're so uh, so you're in a way to keep yourself calm. You're also living stuff up where you come in. Right. It's fine. See, and you know what? It might I love this yeshiva. I'll say, maybe I need to have those, and there's nothing wrong with that, and that's okay. But the key is, ready? Here's the key. The key is, we talk about it. The key is, you ask someone for help. The key is, you don't hold it inside. The key is, I struggle. We all struggle. The key is, I want to grow more. I want to do more. Yes, or Eric? Uh, you know, this question is always a big And I just wanted to say, my father, uh, said, always used to tell me, he said, David, whenever you have a, a question, two sides, you're not sure what to do, both of them seem valid, which is basically the question, like, how do you know which way to go? He says, you, you, you feel in yourself, if you have, if you have a, a real desire to go one way, it's probably the, the ATR. <laughs> I'm saying that right. uh, in this situation, it's very possible. But if you really feel, you know, so we, we know it always uh, what does it say, uh, a cold coolant, three hebedika. Right. Anytime you want to be medical, right. you really have to check yourself. Right, right. It's very possible. Kol chumra, chumra also needs hebedika. Yeah. So Karabas here, his great, 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 great grandfather's yard site was on Shabbos. Mamish, we could, uh, if anyone's ready to anoint Rapsim uh, Karabas, I'll be in Shrus Chassid.
to just maybe make some harmony, make some peace about why is this making so much noise for me? Like, why do I feel so like, like you just said, like the one that's like, you're pushing me, the one you need to talk to like, like, what is it that's, that's not giving me this peace of mind? Beautiful. And I know it might not be agenda oriented, but it's shalom oriented. Beautiful. And then once you have that peace, then you know you're, you're unstoppable. Beautiful, beautiful. Wow. Beautiful. Okay, Hashem will help us. Yes, Eitan. Oh, Shlaimi. Eitan, Shlaimi. Eitan. Um, I would like to add to what uh, Rabbi Silka was uh, saying about uh, in this parsha, but um, Jacob was blessing the Menachem and Prime. He says, Hamalaf and Goa, and then he says, the Nehanarim. So he doesn't say either Prime or Menachem because. He knows very well, also from Yosef and from his brother Esau, that the midah of kinah, uh, um, uh, jealousy, can be so great and so so powerful and horrible. Um, he doesn't want to even run the chance of that happening again. Beautiful. So he's really he's making it all equal, saying that he might ever win. Beautiful. Oh, Esau. Shlaimi, wrap us up, Shlaimi. Um, yeah. So I want to go back to uh, talking about uh, the drugs and uh, you know alcohol, alcohol. Running away from the unconscious feeling. Yeah. I want to say that consuming these things is it's like, for example, a credit card. You they let you off the hook two times. You swipe, you swipe, and then you get a little older. And then they, you, you go overdraft, and you get letters in the mail, and you're still chilling, you can still do swipes. Then it doesn't work anymore. And then you get the bailiffs knocking on the door. So basically, you gotta pay your debt. And, and for me, I, I thought that I can swipe um, and, and I'm paying the price. You know, I have to, I'm Baruch Hashem, I pay back, I think so, most of my debt. But like I'm uh, 13 weeks sober, Wow. It doesn't go away naturally. You don't grow, you don't wake up one morning like, I'm done doing this, and, and, and you just don't have the cravings anymore. Yeah, it's beautiful. Beautiful. Shkaya Shleim. Beautiful. Beautiful. Let us be Zoha to have an amazing week, to create an amazing week, to create an amazing day. Hashem will help us all. Our past, our past is always something that haunts us and our future always scares us. Our past haunts us and our future can scare us. So the Eitzah, the advice is don't think about your past and don't worry about your future. Do today as best as you can do today. Live today because that's all you have. Live today great. And while you're doing that, you will fix your past and you will create an amazing future. Have a wonderful first day of the rest of your life. Have a great day, everybody.